This is Gemara and Yuma Daf Yud Beis. We're learning for this month, the month of Er. Ani Hashem Reifecha has been sponsored as a Rufu Shlema for Rivka Bas Bas Sheva, as well as for Shlema for Naftali Siman Michal Esther. The learning of the entire Chabura should be a tremendous Schos Rufu Shlema for the Chaylim. As well, tonight's year, today's year is sponsored as a special Schos Rufu Shlema for Sarah Bas Kela, who should also have a very quick recovery from their surgery. And everything should go well. We're hoping that by the time this year goes up, we should be hearing already good news that the recovery is already underway. Of course, the rest of our Chayim, Manu Bevega Chayim, Mesar Shalom Sivan Reza Zar Bas Kenendi the Basim Mas Chayisay Yisol Memindol Eliyaz Zer Paris Min Shalei Shalom Bas Naomi Vashav Vega Shiv Chanav Al Davin Itri Vishmo Bentiel Dinim El Chanav Rizim Mulchay Vesmin Al Ibrachov Sevim Musa Dinenu Vesham Min Zim Chotavia Tovia Ben Vega Vesh Zvi Min Vega Dvar Michal Zvi Min Tele Huva Menachem Mendel Ben Tayva Vesoshay Chali Yisrael as well as Chashidach Vatalei Basit Menachem Mendel Ben Elisheva and I'm. Sorry, just one, uh, yeah, and that is today's uh, shear. Let's pick it up from Yod Aleph Amid Beis. We ran through the last little bit. I think I actually read it slightly wrong, so let's quickly uh, fix that up. So we're going to pick it up from the first wide line on Yod Aleph Amid Beis, Tan Yoidoch. Bisa Knesset says the Gemara, Bisa Shotim, Bisa Isha, Metamim, Benegayim. These three houses, a woman, a partner, and a shul are all potentially Metamim, Benegayim. Says Gemara, Pshita, of course, why wouldn't they be? Mao the Tema explains the Gemara, I would have thought the Ba'ashar Loi. Habayis. Loi, v'loi la. Loi, v'loi lahen, kamash malan. That you would have thought maybe it's only a male house. Maybe only a singular house. Not a shul, not a female's house. Kamash malan. They're also included. They could have tomas negayim. Asks the Gemara, how do you know? Ve'imach anami that it's excluded on my crop. Therefore, bebayis, the extra bayis tells me that they're included. Eloloi lamali. Shouldn't say the extra bayis, but the fact that the terrorist is bayis. Eloloi lamali. Mishemiyah. If someone keeps his house for himself, then what does he do? If he doesn't want to lend anything. That was the part I think I read wrong. Someone says, I don't have anything to give you. My house is empty. You know what God is going to show the whole world that you did not want to give. God is going to expose you. When you have to empty out your house because that's the wrath. So that comes pralex to exclude someone who does do the right thing. He lends his items. Does chesed. He won't have saras in his house. And as the last Rashi points out, that nagayim bayim altsaros ayin the nagayim the nega comes for having a narrow eye for not giving properly. Says the Gemara basic nesses mimetam the nagayim is a Shul really potentially able to get Thomas the Goyim. Vatani Uberin to the Rice of Yachli, you bet the Kanisios about to meet Joyce. Mitam and Benegayim, six lines to the bottom. I would have thought a Shul and a basic Knesses and a base Medrash could become Tommy Tamalomar, Ubasher, Loy Habayis. Misha be Yuchad Loy. It's a house that's specific for you. Yatwil Shem Yuchadim Loy. They're not specific for you. They're everyone. It's a shul. It's a public entity. Answers the Gemara. A bunch of terutim. The first Torah says the Gemara like Kasha Ramei Rabbanon. Titania. It's a debate between Ramei and Rabbanim. Based on Knesset, she also about based Tira lechaz and Knesset chayvim mezuzah. V'sheim based Tira Ramei v'chayiv v'chachamim poitrim. Torah number one. When is a shul chayvim mezuzah? We started touching upon this yesterday. Says the Tanakama. A shul is only chayiv if it has a room for the chazin, his room for the person to live there. It has to be a living place. Then it's chayiv. Rameir says, no, it's always chayiv, even if there is no one living there. Again, the chachamim are going to potter if no one's living there. So the two brises, the way we're going to reconcile them 
is one is your mayor that's going to obligate even when no one lives there. The Chachamim are going to pater when no one lives there. Taras number one. Taras number two says the Gemara Vibai is Hema Rabhan. The both Rabhan and Lakasha is basically Rodlasa very fundamental. Different cases. One case has a room for someone to sleep in, one case does not have a room for someone to sleep in. Vibai is Hema, third Taras of Adalasra. Both cases are referring to that it does not have a dwelling place for someone to live. Moving along to Yudbizam and Alif. Different types of shuls. One is a shul of Krachim. As we look at the top, Rashi, Rashi points out, it's a Makim Shavakim, who's Miskapsin Shamikayma Zarbe. It's very big, it's a big city. There's no one owner. It's a public, it's a big shul. So, such a place, that's a tour. Hadikfarim, says Rashi further. It's like a small shtibol, everyone knows each other. And therefore, it's like a regular partner house, and therefore, there would be a potential Nikayim. The third potential turrets, whether it's a mayor and it's the whether it's the difference that the shul has a, a room for someone to sleep in, or whether it's a shul, a larger shul of a big city or of a small town. Asks the Gemara one second. According to that final third teret, it comes out that Krachim, a big city, that shul does not have Tomas Negayim. Ask the Gemara. It says in the Pasuk about Negayim that it's Bebis Eretz Achuzaschem. The land of your inheritance. Achuzaschem mitame benegayim. Says the Braisa. Your inheritance has Thomas the Gaim. Vein Yushalayim mitame benegayim. Yushalayim does not. So we're going to finish off this Braisa, a bit of a lengthy Braisa, but already starting to see the question. Because already seeing the Achuzaschem has Thomas the Gaim. It's only coming to exclude according to the Tanakhama. The whole Yushalayim doesn't. Which we have to see exactly what the reason is. The Gemara will point out in a minute. But we see that says no, the only place that does not have Nagayim is not the whole Yushalayim, but rather the Maka Mikdash by itself. But what does the Gemara derive based off of this price? How about the Kinesiah? It's about the Midrashahis. Metamim in Nagayim. Shul's about the Midrashahis. Seemingly, yes, have Thomas Nagayim. Vafal Gav. Even though they're large. We seemingly, according to both opinions, they could have Thomas Nagayim. The debate between Rav Yehuda and the Chacham in the Tanakhama is whether it's the entire Yushalayim excluded, whether it's just Makim and Mikdash excluded, but seemingly everyone includes, everyone says, a regular Shul, regular base magic, would yes have Thomas Nagayim. Answers the Gemara, Ema. Amar Av Yehuda, so the Gemara changes the Brisa slightly to answer up this question. Amar Av Yehuda, Nalu Shamati Elamakim Mikudash Bilvad. Ah, what's Av Yehuda say? Not the Makim Mikdash, Makim Mikudash, a holy place, which is coming to exclude a shul. That is how the Gemara answers this question. But once we're on the topic of the base Eretz Achuzaschem, once we're dealing with the land of your inheritance, there's some Machlekes debate over here between Av Yehuda and the Chachamim. Whether the entire Yushalayim is excluded, the Makam Mikudash is excluded, the Gemara takes this debate one step further. Asks the Gemara, eight lines down, but Micah Mifligi, what is this debate between Rav Yehuda and the Tanakama? Tanakama, Sabar, Yushalayim, Loy Nishalka, Lishvatim, a fundamental debate. How was Yushalayim? 
divide up? Was it given out to the different Shvatim? Says the Tanakama, no. Therefore, since Yushalayim was not given out, there was no one owner. Therefore, there's no Tomas Nagayim. Review the suffer, no. Yushalayim is Shvatim. It's yes given out. Since it's yes given out, therefore, there's going to be Tomas Nagayim because people actually own their area. According to Tanakama, no one owns anything. It's all God's. There's no Shvatim ownership. It's all of Klaus, one larger entity. So according to Tanakama, there can't be any Tomas Nagayim in the attire of Yushalayim. Says the Gemara, and this machloikas, Rav Yehuda and the Chachamim, whether they're holding Yushalayim, Nishalka Lishvatim or not, it was Uplok Tadani Tanoi. They're debating about a previous machloikas Tanoim. Titan, you like we learned to the Brahis of Mahi, Bechalka Shal Yehuda. What is in the portion of Yehuda? Harabayis. Baalishkais, the rooms, Azara is all different courtyards. That was Yehuda's portion. Umayi Bechalkeshal Binyamin. What was in the portion of Binyamin? Ulam, the antechamber, the Hechal. Ubeis Kajakdashim and the Hechel itself and the Kajakdashim. That was Binyamin. So we have Yehuda Binyamin, we'll show a picture in a moment. Uritsua, I say Yadzim Echelkeshal Yudin Echelkeshal Binyamin. And the Brisa continues that there was a strip of land, a strip of land that extended from Yehuda into Binyamin, like almost like an overlap, like those pie charts. There was one area in the middle that they both had control over. Uba, what was that area? Hayam Izbeach Banui, that's where the Bizbeach sat. Ubinyamin at Sadik Hayam Itzairalel Lebit. Binyamin HaTzadik always was mistired. He was in anguish. He was in pain. He wanted that part to be under his part, under, under his ownership. He wanted to have the Mizbeach. Each and every day, he would dive and he would cry, I want that thing to be part of mine. As the Pasik teaches us that he's agonizing over it every day. Lefikach, what do you get? You want Kedusha? You want extra base on Mikdash? What do you get? Lefikach, Zacha bin Yaman at Sadiq. He became a host. God was always in his in his property, in his in his portion. The Bukhaj Shakadashim always housed the Shina. Shinamar bin Ksefav Shachin, that the Shina resides within you. So says the Gemara, that is the Machlaikas, I'm sorry, that is whether, which portions were part of which. Now the Gemara continues, Vahaitana Savar, uh, I'm sorry, and that's the end of it. So what do we see? So we're trying to prove whether Yushalayim was a portion of the Shvatim. So the Gemara is showing us that we see in one Brisa, this first Brisa, what do we see? It's a debate between, not a debate, I'm sorry, incorrect, wipe that. We see in this Brisa, the, there are portions owned by Yehuda, portions owned by Binyamin. So obviously this Brisa holds that Yushalayim was Nishal Kalishvatim. This, this Brisa clearly holds that Yushalayim was divvied up because Yehuda had part and Binyamin had part. We'll, we'll show a picture of this in a moment. Let's not to lose the flow. Let's continue. And the other time, again, we're trying to prove that the Machlik is Rabbi Yudan Tanakamu, whether Yushalayim was split up, owned by the Shvatim, is a previous Machlik is Tanayim. So we just showed one opinion that showed it was yes, so uh, divided. This price holds it wasn't. When there was thousands, millions of people here. Yushalayim. They need a place to stay. So one prime real estate, you want to rent out your house, says the Tanakama, says the Bryce, you're not allowed to rent out your house. You got to let people stay by you for free. You can't even rent out a bed. Why not? 
You can't rent out your house because it's not your house. How are you renting out your house? You just live there. But is it properly your property? Absolutely not. You know why? Because this price holds you. Yushalayim was not split up. And therefore, you can't rent out your house. You can't give out beds. So this is the other side of the coin showing that Yushalayim was not split up. But now let's just finish the price. Because they weren't allowed people, the Chazal allowed the host to take with force the hides from the people staying by them, the iris, the hides of their carbonites, so they get some compensation. And Amar you know, we see from here, we see from here that proper etiquette, when you stay somewhere, you leave them over something, leave them a carbon, leave them a hide, leave them something for the fact that you're able to stay there. So those are the two brises showing us debating whether Yushalayim was this Chalka or not. Just one, two, three quick pictures. Here you see, this is Yushalayim, this is Harabayis, the A, B, and C is the different Chatzirais. As we saw a moment ago, the different Chatzirais were in the portion of Rav Yehuda. Now the Gemara comes along, right? The, the different Chatzirais, including the Harabais and the Lishkais, the round area, the white area in this picture is Rav Yehuda. The gray area, the Heichal, the, the Ulam, the Kaisha Kadashim, that was Binyamin's area. But now we'll see in this picture, that we'll flip to another picture in a moment. You see how the, the Mizbeach in the middle, we'll zoom in for a second. You see how this Mizbeach had a partial gray and partial white. That's the that was the strip that it split it in the middle. As you see in this picture, showing us beautifully courtesy of Kola Lashen's beautiful picture book over here, that you see that within the Mizbech, or Ritzua Yaitzis, meaning that little strip of area was the area that was between them, it's a Machlaikis, whether it was a strip that way, Rashi and Zvachim says the strip that way, that was who owned the different parts of the Harabayis, the Chatziris, the Lishkis, etc. And those are the two prices proving whether Yushalayim was this Chalkel But now the Gemara goes back, and the Gemara says, what do we say above? We say that the small shuls, the shuls of the, the Kfarim, like we define them as like a shtibul type, those yes at Thomas the Gaim. Is that true? Ask the Gemara. So says the Raisa, how do we know that when you, it's yours, that's when it can get Tzras. But how do we know all the different stages? First they went into Canaan, then they went in further and further, then it's Makar Eshaloi, Minayin Tamaloi Mahar, Uba Asher Loi Habayis. What do we learn out from that Pasik? Mi Shemi Yuchad Loi. That's when there's Tomas Saras. Yatzeilu, all these other areas, Sheein Mi Yuchad Loi, that they're not specifically yours, then you're not going to get Tzras. Again, let's, let's explain that price a little bit better. Again, one more time. There were four stages in the conquest of Yushalayim. They conquered it, they gave it to the Shvatim, they gave it to the families, and then they gave to each and every person. That was this Brisa. Lachuza, number one, they conquered. Number two, they gave it to the Shvatim. Number three, they gave to the Beisavis, the families. And number four, they gave each and every one their house. So says the Gemara, how do I know when there's too much Saras? When it's yours, that's when there's Saras. Coming to exclude if it's not yours. So what do we see clearly? That only only a singular house, a singular entity has saras, a shul of kfarim. It's good that you know each other, but the bottom line is, it's not one person. Says the Gemara, that tarot is incorrect. Let's go back to the first two tarotsim. Now we get back into the Bishta, back to Yom Kippur, back to the Kayin Gadol, says the Mishnah, says the Gemara, about 15 lines to the bottom, 
We have a kind Gadol waiting. We've discussed the first 11 blot, the separation of the kind Gadol, the seven-day preparation period. Now we talk about what else do they do? They had another kind Gadol waiting just in case this kind became possible. Says the Gemara, Pshita, the following is Pashit. If the Kain Gadol on Yom Kippur becomes possible before bringing the first Karban, the first Hamid, what's the Allah? So the new Kain Gadol, that basically we're trying to figure out over here is the Kain Gadol needs an inauguration. There needs a way to make him into Kain Gadol. So how do we do that? So he's waiting. Then the first Kain Gadol becomes possible. So we take this new Kain Gadol and we put him in. What does he do to become Kain Gadol? So says the Gemara, if they didn't bring the first Tamid, the first Tamid Shal Shachar, so it's simple. Take the new Kain Gadol, put on the eight priestly garments, let him bring the Tamid Shal Shachar, and everything's great, he's Kain Gadol. But what's the question? Excuse me. He already brought the regular Tamid. Now we're up to the Avaita of the Kain Gadol and Yom Kippur. So what does he do? With what do we do the 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 Chinuch, with what do we do the inauguration? Amar Ravada Barava, we have a few Tirtzim over here. Says Ravada Barava, Tirtz number one, Ba'avnit. You know what we do? We put him on the belt. He wears the special belt of the Kohen Gadol. That's how, that is an act that makes him special and different. Therefore, now, that belt we've already touched upon once upon a time, how the belt of the Kain Gadol contains Shadnes. We're going to see more about that in Amun Beis. But says Ba'ava, put him on that belt. That's something special. Then he's the Kain Gadol. Asks the Gemara, Ha, Nichleman Dhamma, like we just pointed out. If, according to the Man that says, the Amnit of the Kain Gadol, is the same as honey Khalamandamar. It's the same Elmandamar. Amnate shall go and gadol loizel amnate shall go and add the Michael and Meimar. So everyone's wondering what exactly just happened. So if you look at the side, the Bach over here switches up the girsa, and the Bach says the question is the opposite. If it's if it's a different belt, I understand. But if it's the same belt, what's he doing different? He wore that belt before when he was a kain had it. So what's different now that he became going gadol? So Amar Abayi, so Abayi says you're right. You know what we do? Loive shmaina. We put him on. The eight garments, umahabich bitsinura, and he turns over the carbon tamid. The carbon tamid was already brought. It's already cooking. He does an act of cooking. How does he do an act of cooking? Turn over. This is, uh, you know, a bit of a, a reminder. Like we've seen that this thing called Takir of Bishel makes him cook faster. He cooks. He's somewhat involved in the cooking process. And the Gemara explains the Kravuna Dam Ravuna. Zar Shahavich bitsinura. What happens if a regular Jew, not a Kayin, if I walk in and I turn over the carbon tamid? It was already a carbon Did I do anything wrong? You know why? Because you did not avoid that only for the kind Gadol. So we see like Ravuna that turning over the Tamid is considered a proper Avaida. So it says Abaye, that's what's going to make him into the kind Gadol by doing the carbon Tamid. I, the Tamid, was already brought, turn it over. Rabbah Amar, second Eretz, as we turn over to Yerbezim Ebez, says Rabbah, Avaydah Saimil Khan Chasai, the actual Avaydah, the Avaydah of Yom Kippur, that Avaydah itself, that is the Chinuch. That will be the inauguration. And he brings a proof to this. Milatani, did we not learn? All the vessels that Maisha Rabbeinu made, they did the Shemra Mishcha, and they brought them in, and there was a proper inauguration. But what do we do after we no longer have Maisha Rabbeinu? When we have no choice, the actual Avaidah itself is what is the Chinuch.
says the Gemara, and now we're going to have a discussion about the belts like we mentioned in Amar Alf. Ravdimi Amar, Ravdimi came to Babel from Eretz Yisrael and he said, Avnit Hadit, the Avnit of the Kain Hadit is a Machlaikas, Rebbe and Ravlaz Rav Shimon. Chad Amar one holds, Shalkalayim, Chad Amar Shalputz. Let's get uh, what's the givens, which the Gemara really is going to speak in a few lines, but let's speak it out now to make it a little easier. Everyone agrees the Kain Gadol's belt the whole year was shotness. The Kain Gundel's belt on Yom Kippur was just linen, was not shotness. What was the Kain Hedyid's belt all year? Was it the same as the Kain Gundel's belt, shotness, or was it in it different linen? So that is a machlaikas, Rebbe, and Rav Rav Shimon. Who holds what? Says the Gemara. The same, the Rebbe, Udamar Shalkalayim, I'll bring you a proof that Rebbe holds the belt of a Kain Hedyid the whole year was shotness, was Kalayim. The Tanim learned in a Brisa. Ain't being coin gadol coin yadol adnei different heavy. Rebbe, the only difference between coin gadol coin hadit is the belt. Rav Laz Rav Shimon Oimer af loy adnei. Even that was the same. Says the Gemara. Emas. When is this price you're talking? If it's during the year, and Rebbe saying the only difference between the coin gadol and coin hadit is the belt. Really? There's many more differences. Kain God wore eight garments. Kain Hedy wore only four. So what does it mean? It's just the belt of difference. Says the Gemara. What do you mean? Kain God What's it talking about? We're talking about on Yom Kippur. And what did Rebbe say? Rebbe said that So on Yom Kippur, what was the belt of the Kain God Linen. So what do we see clearly that Rebbe all the belt of the Kain had yet was Shatniz Araya. Let's speak of the Raya one more time. I know it's getting late, but we see clearly that Rebbe said the belt of the Kain Hadit was different than the Kain Gadol, which Kain Gadol seemingly we're talking about on Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, the Kain Gadol's belt was just linen. We see that Rebbe held the belt of the Kain of the Kain Hadit was Shatniz. Says the Gemara, no Raya. Amri Lai, really no. Layla Mishayim Shana, really, it's about the whole year. But if it's the whole year, there are many differences. The garments that are the same, that's what the Bryce is talking about. So, temp number one, no Raya. But now the Gemara is going to have two, two explicit proofs. Kiyasa Ravin, Ravin came from Eretz Yisrael, and he said, It's what we just spoke out. That's the machlekes. What was the belt of the kain hadit? So we have a clear, explicit price of Rav Nimi teaching us. Rebbe held was shanis. Rav Shimon Aimer Shalbot. Raya number one, that Rebbe held, it was Shaniz. I'll also bring you a proof, a bit of a lengthy proof. Let's hold on. Al Bisari. It says the Kohen Gadol, when he's going to do the Chumas Adeshin, in the morning he cleared out the ashes. He has to put on his pants and his shirt. Al Bisari. Yilbash. It says, you put on, actually, we, everyone can look, we have the Pasuk over here. Lavish it says he puts on the linen pants and shirt. Yilbash al-Basari. Why is that word Yilbash necessary? It could have said he puts on the pants and the shirt on his flesh. Why Yilbash? Why dress it on his flesh? Says Rabbi Yehuda. I'm sorry, says Amr Nachmar Yitzchak, Al Basari Matam Loimer Yilbash, Lavi Mitznefis, Vavnei Lechut Laharamas Adesh, and Divi Rav Yudah. Rav Yudah learned, you know what it teaches me? The Pasik only mentioned the pants and the shirt. So maybe the removal of the ashes is not a proper Avoida. 
Yisrael. And maybe he didn't have to wear his hat and his belt. It says Rav Yehuda, the fact that it says Velavash shows me also to wear the pants, the, the hat and the belt. Pinny number one. Rav Daisai Mar comes on Rav Daisai and he says, Lahavi big de kain gadla biyamiki purim shekishir in the kain hadit. Rav Daisai says, No, it's teaching me a totally different din. You know what the extra word Vilava teaches me? It teaches me that the kain gadla's clothing is allowed to be worn by a kain hadit the whole year. Kain gadla and Yom Kippur wore only four garments. So those the kain hadit could wear it all year. That was a machlekes, Reb Yehuda, and Rav Daisa. Rav Yehuda said it teaches me. He has to wear all four to remove the ashes. Rav Daisa said it teaches me something totally different. The garments of Kain Gadol, where's the Yom Kippur? Can be worn by a Kain Hadji the rest of the year. Rebbe Aymer, Rebbe asks a question, and from Rebbe's question, we're going to see what Rebbe holds about the belt. Shtei Tshuva's Badavar, two questions. Chadod, Avnei Shekain Gadol, Bimikurim, Laizau, Avnei Shekain Hadjit. Rebbe says, the belt of the Kain Gadol on Yom Kippur, which was linen, is not the same as the belt of a Kain Hadid. So clearly, what does Rebbe hold? The belt of a Kain Hadid was Shatniz, clear as day proof. But that's Rebbe's first question. Under of Daisa. Rebbe's second question now, we're just wrapping up the Braisa. Says Rebbe, is it possible the garments that a coin Gadol wore, a holy of holies, we're going to let a regular coin head you wear? Impossible. Rather, Rebbe says, what does that word Vlavash teach us? I'm sorry, Yilbash. The rabbis, as Hasechakin. It teaches us the worn out garments, that the worn out garments are not possible, they're allowed to still be worn. Rashi says, torn garments are possible, but worn garments can still be worn. Vaz, the Rav Daisa, goes according to his own reasoning, the Tani Vinichan Sham, after the Vaid the Kain Gadl, it says, put your clothing there. Melami says, the Tani Kamisha Tanu in Giza, they're done. Rav Daisa, don't use them a different Yom Kippur, but a Kain Hadid could use them. So within this Machlik is Rav Daisa and Rav Yehuda. What does this extra word Yilbash teach me? Is it just teaching me that during the removal of the ashes, the Kain God let wear all four garments, says Rav Yehuda. Or no, says Rav Daisa, it's coming to teach me that the garments of a Kain God don't have to be buried. The latter be worn by a Kain Hadid from Rebbe's rebuttal to say it's impossible because the belt of the Kain God is different than the belt of the Kain Hadid. And we're talking about Yom Kippur shows us that Rebbe is clearly of the opinion that the belt of the Kain Hadid is Shan is a beautiful, beautiful proof. Let's just begin the next Gemara. I know it's late. Tanurabana on the soul. One more din. If the Kain Gadol became possible, what do we do? Like we just started talking about. So you take the Kain Hadid, the other Kain Gadol that's waiting. You point him. What happens after Yontif when the original Kain Gadol becomes Tar again? Rishon. What about the second guy? Shani commits Kuna Gadul. I love David Rameir. Rameir says for the rest of his life, he's a status of a Kain Gadol. He has to wear the Shemayin of a Gadol, make garments whenever he does the Avaita. He's like a Kain Gadol. Rav Yisrael now reaches Chayz Lavadasai. The first one goes back. Shani inayroi like Kain Gadol, like Kain Hadid. He can't be either Kain Gadol or Kain Hadid. The Gemara will explain in a moment why. Am Rav Yisrael, I'll tell you a proof to what I just said. Maisa be Yisrael ben Elam b'tzi poyri sheir by psal be Kain Gadol. Omenu dachtav. There was a psal of the Kain Gadol in Yom Kippur. Yisrael ben Elam was appointed. 
What happened afterwards? Like my opinion, Rabbi Yaisi, the second kind gadol's neither. Why not? We don't want fights. There's one kind gadol. If the other kind gadol's there also, there are going to be fights. Resentment. You know why? He was a kind gadol for a day. We can't now make him into a regular kind So says Rabbi Yaisi, he's neither. With this, we conclude halacha kereb yaisi. We paskin like Rav Yaisi that he can be neither kain gadol nor kain hadit. But umay the Rav Yaisi shemavar avar vaavar avodas like sheir. Let's say he didn't have avida, shouldn't have done it. If he did, it's a good avida. We're going to pick it up from Rav Yaisi tomorrow.